you know, he, he shocked the world, all right. But he did it in a way where I think if it wasn't going to be a knockout, this was like a second best option. Okay, second best option is him winning the decision, but we knew that was not going to happen. So third best option was him bringing the fight to decision and having people argue, you know, this guy may have won instead of Tyson Fury. I think this was like the third best thing that could have happened. Bro, there's just so much to dissect from this because it's funny. I didn't even care about this fight when it was announced. I'm like, okay, make this fight. Cool. I feel like Francis and Tyson thought, okay, this is going to be as big as Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather. I immediately didn't think that. I was just like, man, this is a fun fight, I guess, but we've been there and done that. We've seen MMA fighters go into boxing. It's just a waste of time. Once again, we know what the outcome is going to be. As great as these MMA fighters are, they're entering an entirely different sport in boxing. So it's not the same. And I, I fully thought, okay, Francis is just doing this for the money, which is good, man. He does deserves the money. That was the only reason why I supported this fight for Francis Ngannou to get a big payday, which he got. But man, I was really wrong about the size of how big this event was going to be. It was in Saudi Arabia and this was a star-studded event. There were big time A-list celebrities, athletes. It was insane. You had Ronaldo there, Connor there. You had legends in both boxing and MMA. I'm not gonna lie, one of my favorite people that I've seen in that crowd was Junior Dos Santos. Seeing him there, man, I'm like, man, I love seeing Junior Dos Santos here because he doesn't get the credit he deserves. This guy was amazing back in the day. And I feel like a lot of MMA fighters, we tend to forget about their careers and how they're legends. But this event, funny enough, it was a boxing event, really showed and commemorated these MMA legends. You also had Chuck Liddell, Randy Couture. Seeing these faces, it was like, man, these guys deserve to be here because these guys are just as big of legends as some of your favorite boxers. I get it, like the gravity of popularity and greatness for these legendary boxers are greater. But when it comes to these MMA fighters, they should also be getting respect. And you never see them getting respect if they go to UFC events, for example. But this event, you were seeing these MMA legends around and I loved it, man. And they took that big photo all together. It was sick, man. It was just sick to see Manny Pacquiao, Chuck Liddell. It was such a star-studded event. And that I think that was huge in itself. I didn't expect that. So for that to happen, Happen, that already set the tone for how big this event was. Man, <laughs> Saudi Arabia, they got money, man. They got money. The, the entire... I didn't care for their little halftime performance show before the main event. I thought it was a waste of time, but for them to put the money into that, to put like full-on concerts with Lil Baby, Becky G. And it was not just like a show where they were performing on stage. You had dancers, you had lights, like... They really put money into this production. And like I said, I didn't really care for it. And I'm sure a lot of people didn't either, but it just added to the gravity. You know what it really reminded me of? It reminded me of Rocky. And I'm not talking about Rocky 1. I, we'll talk about Rocky 1 in a moment, but I'm talking more about Rocky. Which one was with Ivan Drago? Was that number four? It reminded me of Rocky 4, where remember when Apollo and Ivan were going to fight each other and then Drago was looking around it's like yo why is there all this music happening it was a weird situation for him and I, I kind of felt the same it wasn't weird but I was like 
man, this is a star-studded event. That's what I took from this. And I feel like it really made this fight even bigger than anticipated. Because even the build-up, man, it wasn't that huge. But then once we got to the day of the event, we saw all these legends, we saw the show, the lights, the performances. It was just like, okay, this is something different, man. And it all accumulated to the main event. And I was just like, damn, I'm excited for this. I really am. And I was looking forward to a quick Francis knockout, but he didn't get that. Instead, this is what happened. So first round, I would give it to, I think, Tyson Fury. That's how I remember scoring it. And then round two, I gave it to Francis. He started letting letting loose more. Round three, that was definitely a 10-8 for Francis. He knocked down Tyson Fury. When that knockdown happened, I was like, oh my God, this is, this already is a win. He could lose the fight from here. But it's like, for Francis Ngannou, former UFC heavyweight champion, to come into this fight and knock down the pound for pound best heavyweight fighter in boxing today in Tyson Fury it was just like holy shit man this this was crazy this was insane so right from that moment I'm like I don't even care about what happens after Francis Ngannou won big but instead it continued being a competitive fight yes midway through that fight Francis began slowing down and it was just like okay now you kind of see the experience level in this you have Francis who usually doesn't box for this long and then you have Tyson who's been doing this for 12 rounds, you know? So you saw the experience there, but even then, Francis came back in the later rounds, that eighth round. It was just... A difficult fight for Tyson and a lot of people have been pointing to maybe he didn't take this fight seriously or maybe his style of fighting was just not effective against someone like Francis who was big who's strong and has that grappling pedigree where that's what Tyson does he likes to grab a hold of his opponents and just do clinch work from there tire his opponents down with his body but for Francis it didn't work and you know what I loved about Francis's game the most is how he didn't fight like a boxer he fought like an MMA fighter in a boxing ring and I thought that was such an advantage for him because you could see that Tyson was feeling awkward about the things Francis was doing such as the punches in the clinch or man that Superman punch when he threw that I was like oh my god <laughs> that was so friggin sick man that was oh my gosh like that's I loved how Francis didn't stray away from his MMA striking because he's great at that he brought that to boxing and it translated so well and it gave a lot of people problems because they're like man what the hell is this when I say people I mean Tyson Fury you know after that knockdown you could feel his panic setting in like he didn't panic to a point where he's like okay I'm gonna go all out and try to get the finish but you could definitely tell he didn't expect this fight to be as hard as it was going to be a lot of people didn't expect that so for this fight to be competitive and make it all the way to the 10th round and a lot of people including myself discussing you know what maybe Francis actually won that fight that's a huge win for Francis Ngannou there's no doubt about that like how crazy was that man that was insane but ultimately it was Tyson Fury who won the fight by split decision very close man I'm not someone who's like oh Francis got robbed he should have uh, won that I have to watch the fight again because it was a pretty close fight overall um if we're following pride rules Francis got that knockdown he had the bigger moments he did more damage you give the fight to Francis but we're doing it round by round like I said, I got to watch the fight again. I could definitely see how one of the judges scored it. Was it 96, 93? Something like that. Uh, makes sense to me, man. Because I get Tyson wasn't having the more effective moments, but he was still winning rounds, despite it not being the most impressive and not the most action-packed because Francis was 
slowing down at this point trying to conserve energy while Tyson was just trying to win the round so if we're judging based on round by round I understand why Tyson Fury won but I also understand the argument of Francis Ngannou got robbed. Either way, I think it was a very close fight in the end of the day. And it was expected that if it was going to the decision, Tyson was going to win this fight because Saudi already booked the fight between him and Usyk. So they're like, we can't mess this all up and have Tyson losing this fight and then... We still have this fight with Usyk. There's just no way, man. They weren't going to let that happen. So even though Francis didn't get the nod, I think this was the best example of someone losing a fight, but they were winners in the end of the day. And we've seen this many times in MMA. We've seen this many times in sports in general. Uh, but I think Francis is the peak example of this because, yo, like how, how crazy was this, man? Francis Ngannou is a top 10 heavyweight in boxing right now because of that performance. His first fight in boxing ever. For him to do what he did, especially after the layoff that he had, he had like, how, how long was his layoff? Two years? Man, for him to come back like that and just shock the world, it's one of the most legendary moments. And because of this, he is without a doubt going to be a superstar. It gives me shivers thinking about that, considering all the shit that he had to deal with to get to this point. Like there was a point where we thought, oh man, Francis is done. He missed out on a big opportunity with re-signing with the UFC and getting that big time money fight with John Jones. He left that on the table and he said, you know, I'm going to bet on myself and I'm gonna see what else is good for me out there because I want a big boxing fight with Tyson Fury and I want to have a good deal with an MMA promotion where I have the ability to do what I want I could box if I want the UFC is not letting me do that the pay is not as good the health care that's not fair to the fighters as well there was so many complaints and people were pointing to Ngannou and saying oh you're such a prima donna you're complaining about so much stuff this is just too much from you you're asking for too much so if you fail understandably so you should have just taken the deal that was right in front of you but he decided not to and for many months man many months it was just like man Francis messed up bad no MMA promotion was signing him in fact you had promotions like Bellator 1FC they were saying okay we're not interested in signing Ngannou anymore our interest is off the table when you heard things like that it was like oh shit this is bad maybe Ngannou is asking for too much once again and then that fight with Tyson Fury they had that entire thing in the cage after Tyson's fight with was it Chisora or White I don't know which one it was but after his fight he's like I'm gonna fight Francis next and that was like so long ago and then after that, you had Tyson Fury not talking about that fight. And it just seemed like the hype for that dissipated. He didn't really care for it anymore. And it was, it sucked. It sucked for him, man. It sucked how he got to this point where it seemed like he royally messed up. He had a good deal on the table and he threw it all away and ended up not getting much after. But then PFL decides to sign him and honestly I think that signing alone was a huge win for him he not only signs a deal with the PFL I get it not a big organization compared to the UFC not as many high caliber athletes fighters on their roster compared to the UFC but he not only got a deal as a fighter with them but he had a deal where his opponent was making two million if he fought them he became an equity owner for the PFL is that something that happened I swear it is and then he also had the ability to go to boxing whenever he wanted and the biggest one is that he's now the chairman for PFL Africa which is it's huge man he basically set himself 
post-retirement with a job. I love that, man. That alone was just a huge win for him because it was like, man, I got so much more. I get it. Maybe legacy isn't on the table anymore because I'm not fighting the best guys, but the money I set myself for life, basically. So that was a huge win in itself. But then he finally gets this fight against Tyson Fury. And bro, uh, it, it, it could have just been one of those fights where it's like, okay, valiant effort by Francis, but obviously MMA fighters can't be in the boxing ring they're just not going to do good but this was the best without a doubt the best performance from an mma fighter entering the boxing ring without like prior experience i'm not talking like a holly home who had an entire boxing career and then entered mma i'm talking about someone who spent the majority of their career in mma and then went into boxing we had connor do that we had other athletes do that especially fighters who go up against jake paul which is like damn man those guys they all dipped their foot into boxing and it just seemed like they did it for the sake of money they weren't doing it to be competitive because they even knew themselves this isn't my game so my win is making the money it's not about winning the fight and you can argue okay connor did really good he went 10 rounds with floyd before getting finished but i'm like man you can't consider that a good performance man you really can't floyd was never in trouble he was just toying with connor basically nothing was happening there so i can't even consider that a good performance it definitely changed connor's life because of the money he made but in regards to the actual performance it's like okay whatever this proves the point mma fighters can't be in the boxing ring but this fight with francis changed all of that this was a huge win for mma man because he represents mma in this situation and damn it was huge it was huge for the sport of mma and just Francis Ngannou in general for him to put this type of performance and basically start a legacy of his own in boxing because that was the complaint. Oh, he's going to PFL making good money, but the legacy is basically done from this moment on because he's not fighting the best fighters. But now he is doing that in a different sport and he's looking good, man. He's doing it against the best guy in the division and he's looking like this. Like how, how insane is this? This is absolutely crazy. Bro, I, I, I can't be happy enough about this entire situation for Francis because he bet on himself big and he won huge, like times a hundred, times a thousand. This was a massive W for Francis Ngannou. And, you know, it was crazy after the fight seeing Tyson Fury, how devastated he was. He looked like the guy who actually lost the fight, but he was just shocked how poor of a performance he put on against Francis Ngannou. And understandably so no one expected this so for it to happen to him and he was very close to the brink of defeat had he lost to francis and that was his first defeat in boxing how crazy would that would have been insane absolutely insane but even without this win from francis oh my god francis's career especially in boxing is going to be massive now He's definitely going to get another big payday in a boxing match. He's going to be the A side of it. Like people know about Francis now. They know about his story and they're excited to root for him. A guy from MMA going into boxing. Like he became a superstar after this fight, which is just, oh my God. <laughs> like you, you could only imagine how in his head right now, because I know Francis wouldn't say this in person, but I know in his head, he's saying, suck it, Dana, because I just won big time. I mean, I get it. There was a huge risk in giving everything Francis wanted because you could give him what he wanted, allow him to go box, and then it'll just be a waste of time and money. I think in Dana's head, he was thinking this entire MMA crossover to boxing was only able to be as successful as it was because of Conor McGregor, because of how big of a star he was. Francis isn't at that star level, so why am I going to waste my time in doing this? It's not going to be beneficial for me, which... 
understandably so. It makes sense why he decided not to allow Francis to do boxing while still with the UFC. But he didn't think to himself, what if Francis wins this fight or actually looks good in this fight? He didn't have that belief in Francis. And once again, understandably so, because it's just like, not really many people had this belief. Everyone thought if it was gonna be a win for Francis, it was gonna be one shot and then that's it. But uh, no one thought this was going to happen where he was gonna go 10 rounds with the heavyweight king and look as good as he did look like an actual boxer in there and look like someone who can compete with other boxers in the heavyweight division like now you have people talking about francis versus Usyk, francis versus anthony joshua versus wilder ruiz like you have francis on the cusp of getting all these big fights against these other big names in boxing which is a great thing for boxing as well you have a new big name in the heavyweight division and it's someone that a lot of MMA fighters are going to support because he's the MMA guy and then I don't know this is just a great situation altogether but I understand once once again it was a very slim chance of this happening and that's why I get why Dana didn't jump on board and said you know what let's do it obviously if he saw this in retrospect he'd be like hell yeah let's do this francis i believe in you but he didn't have the belief in francis which i get it i understand but now oh my goodness he, he must he must be livid right now because think about how big this would have been for the ufc had they been a part of this this would have been huge definitely as huge as when connor was with floyd but see oh my god like i think this would have been bigger I think this would have been bigger because at this point, not only would the UFC get a lot of recognition from this event, but then they can move forward with having Francis box other guys and they also make big money from it. Like, wasn't Dana talking about Zufa boxing? Wasn't he trying to get that going? Like, this could have been the beautiful start for that. But unfortunately, he didn't take the risk and now... He's just like, shit. Like, I know Dana is probably so upset about this, especially considering all the shit he was talking about for Francis not signing this deal, saying that he's ducking John Jones, he doesn't want to take risks. Basically, they wiped his existence from the entire promotion, which is insane in, in itself. They've done this to other fighters, but for them to do this to Francis is it, it's crazy. But it, it goes to show how much they were just not caring about francis and they want to move on from him but now that narrative of you just let the baddest man alive leave your promotion is stronger than ever now before it was like oh who cares john jones just became the heavyweight champion and did it in impressive fashion against surreal when francis was unable to do the same thing it took him five rounds and he was struggling quite a bit john jones is definitely the baddest man on the planet but for francis to never lose his belt to leave this promotion and go into boxing and basically beat Tyson Fury had it not gone to the decision and the judges weren't corrupt, man, um, this was huge for Francis Ngannou and this was bad for the UFC. That's just what it is. And I love it. I love seeing the UFC lose like this. I'm not going to lie. I think it's hilarious. I think it's great, man. This is big for all the fighters who said no to the UFC and they bet on themselves and they were unable to find more success afterwards francis flipped that narrative he said i'm gonna do way more than what i did in the ufc and i'll be honest i was one who didn't think that was possible yet he did that and now we're here man we're here francis Ngannou is without a doubt a superstar now he's gonna be huge man he's gonna be making so much money like this fight alone he made 10 million 
base pay and who knows how much more he's going to make because of pay-per-view and all of that stuff aside from that now he's going to have multiple of those fights basically he's going to be making boxing money now he's a boxer i don't think we're going to see francis and ganu in mma ever again i'll be honest because do we care to see him in mma again let's be for real do we care to see him fight these guys in the pfl heavyweight division no we don't no one cares about that the only time i care about francis going back into mma is if he gets a fight with john jones that's the only thing that would excite me but aside from that man i want francis in boxing not only because i think it would be exciting to see him in boxing and see what he can do but just the money aspect alone man why fight for pennies in mma when you could be making the big money in boxing and after he showed that he could hang with the best guy in there and basically almost beat him by decision why wouldn't he continue in that and why wouldn't other heavyweights be interested in a fight with him i just think everything came together for francis so well and we've never seen something like this before and i could go on a rant about it for hours because of how amazing this is this like i was talking about before with rocky one this is like rocky one but 10 times better when it comes to story because with rocky this is a guy who was boxing already and then he got that big boxing fight but for francis he was an mma guy gets that big boxing fight and just similar to rocky one where i was gonna say sylvester where rocky was unable to beat apollo it was still a very close fight very competitive and by the end rocky was still a winner it was like wow rocky could make it a competitive fight against a champion like Apollo Creed. That's huge. And it showed in the subsequent movies that Rocky's life changed because of it. That's the same thing for Francis, but it's even better because he was an MMA fighter. And even before that, he was a guy in Africa, in the sand mines, working his ass off. It seemed like there was no hope for him. And he was just going through struggle over struggle. We didn't see that in Rocky. Maybe Rocky went through struggles before that. But Francis, we actually know the story. We know where he came from and all the trials and tribulations he had to get through in order to become the superstar he is today. See, the thing with superstars or not superstars, but people who win and get to the top they always have to experience adversity. And I think a big example I want to point to is, <laughs> I know this is stupid, but uh, I want to point to Ariel Helwani because Ariel had a moment like this in his career as well, where he breaks the news about Brock returning to UFC 200. The UFC is pissed about it and they're like, you're not allowed to be coming to any of the events at all. It's over for you. And from that moment on, it, it seemed like even Ariel felt the gravity of the situation and it was like man i think i royally messed up and because of it my career is over i can't even go to the ufc events and i'm someone who covers this sport like what am i gonna do now instead he was able to get through that moment and grow even bigger and compared to francis obviously francis went through way more trials and tribulations especially with the ufc he also had that moment where it was like he was struggling it seemed like it was over for him but he came back stronger and now he's at the position that he's at today it's a beautiful story the the francis Ngannou movie whenever that's going to come out it's going to be absolutely beautiful because this guy's story is just he, he's the definition of perseverance man this guy just does not give up and it was funny when you have someone like dana white saying oh this guy doesn't take risks He's afraid. That's not Francis Ngannou. There's no way you can call this man afraid or someone who doesn't take risks. He took the biggest risk of them all and won big time. Like, this could have easily fallen flat for him. 
It really could have. But for it to not and for him to come on top and just be in this position that he's at today, I love it, man. I love that this is happening. And I'm looking forward to what's next for him.